welcome to another episode of Morelli Pilot Radio. And like promised, we have Mr. Bill Stiegel coming back. I'm back. us to... Uh, <laughs> what's up, man? How you been? Very small hiatus. Since yeah. we last talked. <laughs> three episodes. Three episodes. <laughs> I was going to ask, so this is 503? Yes. Man. Yes. Yep. How special. Yeah. How special. Well, we, we have the we have All some right. of those lost episodes in a couple places, so it's like we've recorded more than 500, but only 500 have ever made <laughs> it to public consumption. So... Yes. Well, well, yes. I don't know this if you're aware true. of this or not, but we just recorded episode number thirty-three. I saw the radio yes. with Keith Flax. Yeah, so we're catching up. It's going to take okay. a little while, but I, I, mean, I feel confident. <laughs> you're in the wings. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't look behind us. There's that that noise. Is you guys creeping up on us? That okay. that, that is us. It's, a, it's the turtle in the hair. Right, you guys right. are ah, yeah. When you guys record like yes. one episode a day, is when I'm going to start getting really freaked out. You know, like, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> we're just we're just pacing ourselves. Oh, of course, yeah, that's important. Yeah. You know, you guys are going to burn out, and 20 years from now, we're going to blow right by you. We, I mean, we were supposed to burn out so, 15 years ago. <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. <laughs> so. So what's up with uh, you guys are getting back into it or just you do it when when the feeling feels good or pretty or, much you know, what, pretty yeah. much when uh, when Buddy dictates he, he wants to do it. Oh, OK. Then, we'll, then we do he's it. He's a busy guy, man. Yeah. He's busy. Yeah. Yeah, he's a busy guy. And, uh, you know, it just we're so narrowly focused. Unlike you guys, it just doesn't make sense for us to have guest on every week or every month talking about really what yeah. boils down to the exact same thing. I mean, for right. you know, we, we try to bring some variety on and try to get, you know, some big controversial subjects in the green tree community, but there's not that many of them. And, you know, it just, it just doesn't feel, it would just feel redundant if we just, if we did it every month, I think. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 you gotta yeah. wait for I news. You. You're GTP Keeper Radio, so you have to wait for news for the Green Tree Pythons, you know? I get yeah. it. It feels <laughs> like that whole community, I don't know, I feel like it's like there used to be. I just kind of feel the same in the carpets. I don't know. Maybe I'm just uh, barricade myself from it, but like I don't see as much drama as there used to be. Um, you, is that true or no? I think that's pretty true. I mean, I, I think yeah, that's pretty, seems like, pretty true, which you think would be the opposite because there's more drama yeah. than ever in everything else. Everything else. In the, in, everything <laughs> yeah, else is maybe fucking, maybe, drama everywhere. Because everything else is on fire. on fire. It's maybe this is the <laughs> place this where... It's the only place where we all get <laughs> No, no, please, no, yeah. not here. <laughs> We've all made a pact with each other. Listen, we'll fight with each other yeah, outside you, of this you, circle. You, but you can say anything in the you circle. want. You can say anything you want. I won't argue with it just whatever right okay <laughs> oh, cool. i imagine it's a lot yeah, like a I, mexican I, standoff where we're all just sitting there going no no please don't do this yeah <laughs> so I, i'm just gonna jump right into it green trees i mean has that are they are they the forefront of your thought and your reptile collection have they what have you learned i mean i mean because when you guys started gtp keeper radio you were kind of new to chondros and then well, you know i mean then the sickness came and yeah. everything changed yeah yeah that was i mean you remember kind of the and, and gtp keeper radio started i think right after icast very you know that's yeah. where i met yeah. buddy yeah um and buddy had this concept of doing uh, a podcast where 
he didn't want to have two uh, know-it-alls like you two guys on. He wanted to have... No one has ever described this as know-it-alls, like, ever. <laughs> have you listened to this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll just let's just say two people that have had a lot of experience, a lot of expertise in keeping carpet pythons. Yeah. He wanted to do something <laughs> different where he, you know, he was obviously the, the experienced one. He wanted to bring somebody on that um, had some reptile-keeping experience but was a novice green tree keeper. Okay. And so that's what we did. And, you know, that's been over a decade ago now. And I tell people all the time, and Eric and you, you know, and you guys will know this, if you really want to learn something about a species, do a podcast. I mean, start a podcast. I mean, <laughs> that's, a, that's a slippery slope of doom. I mean, like, like <laughs> I had eight snakes when we started this thing. I. I know, my right? Keeps, my nephew keeps asking me, how many snakes do you have? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. But, so, but you get you get the you know the 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 world's most preeminent experts on yeah. that species. Yeah, and you learn a lot, right, by yeah. being the host. And mm-hmm. and Buddy and I try to, yeah. to try to talk as little as possible and uh, torture the guests with you know question, question. after question. Yeah. And so doing that, I've learned a tremendous amount, and it and it has kind of become the the focus of not necessarily my collection because I have you know, a hundred times more royal pythons than I do green tree pythons probably. And that's probably accurate. But um, just as far as what I'm most passionate about, I guess, Mm -hmm. and most knowledgeable and most known for now in the reptile community are the green trees. Cool. So, So, I mean, do you feel that you have them – dialed in i don't i know that we're always learning and i get that but do you feel like you kind of like crack the code with them do you feel confident when you're breeding them yeah maybe that's the better word you feel comfortable with them like you know yes. is, it, is it the same <laughs> level like yeah. breeding your ball pythons where you can do it with your eyes closed blindfolded it's like I, assembling the rifle kind of a deal i think what i'm most comfortable right. about is handling when things go wrong with them Okay. Because, you know, I don't look at myself anymore. Or not, or rarely do I look inwardly and say, wow, you really fucked that up. Or that thing mm-hmm. would be alive right now if you hadn't have done this or that. Believe me, that still happens. But not like it did 10 years ago. Now, mm-hmm. most of the time, if I don't get a baby established or a mother rolls after she lays a clutch, then it's just, you know. Crap. Let's see if there's something to learn most of the time, to be completely honest. Right. If there is. I haven't. I didn't learn it from that experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll obviously, you know, go over when anything major like that happens. I'll go over it with with some of the people that I trust and you know in, in the hobby and say, "Hey, got any thoughts?" Right. And most of the time, it's just, "Well, nope." You know, it just wasn't meant to be. Yeah, there, there. That's the that's the shit part of doing live animal yeah. stuff. Is absolutely they become unalive, and it's really nothing you can do past a certain point you know yeah yeah and i mean don't get me wrong and i know you guys aren't taking it the wrong way that like oh if it you know it wasn't my fault you know we are we're and it's so cliche to say but we're all yeah. still you know learning these animals and green trees especially um but i don't ever lose any sleep you know when something yeah. bad happens anymore i'm just and i think it's just a kind of an experience level not just green trees but all these animals like you said if you're going to work with yeah. them you got to accept the, the lows with the highs when you get kicked in the teeth enough, eventually yeah. you're like, okay. <laughs> like, yeah. You, you get numb. You get used to the <laughs> beatings. Like, it's like, I think I, descri- I keep describing, I described um, 
breeding season as wonderful peaks with gut-wrenching lows. And it's just as truth. long as the peaks outnumber the lows, you've had a good breeding season. And it's and, like, yeah. that is so goddamn true. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. And I, I try to foster this pessimistic, like I, the, the young guys that like work with me, you know, uh, I always tell them, yeah, she ovulated, you know, and they're all like high five, you know, high five, she ovulated, she ovulated. And I'm like, man, step, you know, step one of 28. It's like, right. It's like, yeah. you know, yeah, she ovulated, but she's probably going to slug out. It's probably, what, probably what's going to happen. And uh, if you keep that kind of background uh, attitude, then you won't be as disappointed. And when everything goes really good, then maybe you just hit a grand slam. I've gotten in trouble for the pessimistic attitude in my household because I usually like to wander around here saying, like, I'm not going to get any eggs. And then later when I'm like, I, I bred too many babies, I'm I know. in trouble. Like, it works great. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't, well, let me give you some advice. Do not do not don't transfer. <laughs> well, don't transfer our uh, snake pes- pessimism to your new marriage. Well, yeah, there's that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't try to – yeah. Don't cross the, the world's over. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's weird how like uh, I guess even – well, like with me and Owen, right? We'll be super piss- pessimistic about our own collections and our own situations. But like, you know – We'll be at each other's places or watch, looking at the animals, whatever. Hey, you think she's grabbing it? I'm, you know, I'm the high fiver when I'm looking at his, but then I'll look at the right. same yeah. type but of thing in my collection. Like, nah, nah, it's not <laughs> happening. It's not happening. Place, I'm like, I don't think this bread lies gravid. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? It's huge. The belly scales are popped out. It's like the eggs yeah. are going to, like, any minute now. It's like, it's not red anymore. Not it's white. I, I can only see white. Yeah. What are you talking like, I don't about? Think it's, well, the scale separation. <laughs> Well, one, yeah. one of my guys will, go, will come over and say, hey, I, I think she's developing follicles or maybe she's going to ovulate. I'm like, that's ah, probably a male. <laughs> you know, like, it probably isn't a female. <laughs> well, that's, that's awesome. It's even worse because um, we were ultrasounding the white lip this year and Melissa's like, I see eggs. I'm like, probably just poo like it's not <laughs> those aren't what those are she goes they're all the same and they're all round and they're whitish yeah. like it's i'm like i don't know maybe it's, it's gas might be it, yeah. like it's you gas. can see them like so. <laughs> i can count them one <laughs> two right three here. four maybe. <laughs> like, yeah i'm not sure I i'm glad i'm glad we all share the same i mean it's why we still keep reptiles because if we didn't have that baseline kind of attitude then it can crush you if you let it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How start how low and your... then be brought up. <laughs> what what's happened to your collection since we last talked to you? Like uh, last time we talked, what have you added? You have new <laughs> new species. Yeah, what, what? yeah. In the in the new place, I call it the new place. I've been here three years now, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it's. I think I would say my collections. Uh, pretty static you know not a mm-hmm. lot of stuff uh coming in certainly not a lot of stuff coming in i'm pretty content with the stuff i'm, I'm working with um and believe it or not i'm kind of starting to look at an exit strategy for a lot of the stuff that i'm i'm working with and mm-hmm. a lot of that has to do with i'll never be out completely don't get get me wrong you, right. um, you know what sucks and you should just get rid of them immediately are the rough scales? Of course, <laughs> they are horrible creatures, and I know a guy of who course. will gladly take, we'll take them. <laughs> of course. Well, we'll I'm talk about those. 
We'll talk about those rough scales. I'm not very happy with the rough scales, but we can talk <laughs> talk about that in, in a little while. But um, yeah, you know, I'm I'm getting up. I'm you know, not that I'm getting ancient, but my wife and I, Kim. Oh, Kim, by the way, wanted me to to uh, say hello to you guys. Yeah. Tell her hello. Uh, I, I think. I think her exact words were, tell those knuckleheads I said hi. Okay. That sounds like She's not wrong. (laughs) Oh, and and she also told me she she has forgiven but not forgotten about what you did to her guest bedroom mattress last time you were here. Slept on it? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, if you say so. I don't don't understand, but all right. Okay. Skate by it. (laughs) But, but anyway, you know, um, she's going to retire from her job oh, probably right. in the next two or three years. And then, you know, we want to travel. Was she's going to make you go and leave oh. the country and things like that, isn't she? Yeah. Yes, she's going to make me. Yeah. And I'm happy to go willingly. But as nobody knows better than you guys that having a large collection is it's yeah. kind of like a ball and chain. You know, yeah. I mean, yeah. as far as traveling, I love getting up every day and coming out here and spending hours in the facility. Um, yeah. But... Uh, that's going to have a longevity issue over the next five years or so, I think. Yeah, yeah, I, I understand that, especially if you want to go places and and hang out for a bit and not do like, a, like you know, ah, we've done a week trip. If you want to do a couple yeah. places or, or free yourself up to, you know, travel yeah. and hop around all over the country and world. No, and I, yeah, I get and, that. And I, and I think I'm going to keep my hand, my hand in it. I've got some... Right. Great people around me that I think I'll be able to work something out, or I'll still be able to be involved—not necessarily on a day-to-day mm-hmm. basis, but mm-hmm. um, you know, certain times of the year that are busy, or you know, especially like with the green trees getting babies established, doing some breeding and yeah. stuff like that. You know, I, I, I can't see myself getting out of that part. But producing 400 or 500 ball pythons a year yeah. and. You know, is that how many you produce? That is a lot of ball not, not not this year, but last year. Holy shit! I did. Well, but the, like the sheer numbers of that. Where so like, they only have like what ten eggs max? <laughs> Jesus Christ! Uh, not, so, not even that. Most of them have six or seven eggs. Oh my god! So, so, so what's it like to have to to to? Or, or, well, let me start by this: is are they? I guess they're pretty easy to establish at this point, right? Are they tricky so, to get going? Super easy. Right. Okay. Super easy. And I get oh. mine established well and I get mine established on frozen thought, which is unheard of yeah. in the in the ball python community. I mean ninety five percent of the stuff that you buy, especially as babies, you know, they're just they've had three live hopper mice and boom, they're out you know, the door. Put them up. Yeah. But, Are you um, still like on the middle tier type of you know yeah, type of absolutely. stuff? I, yeah. Yeah, I, I am not pounding out any um you know, uh, super extreme ball python. Eighteen animals. I mean, come it, it's on. it's not it's not the number of genes anymore. No. Now that's no. not oh. it. It's it's, it's the, the double combo. and triple recessive. Oh, it's double. Oh, These guys are producing triple recessive stuff. But you what's can crazy? Like? It looks amazing. Okay. But yeah, I must say me. that it seems that the recessive stuff seems to. I don't know if I dare say stay. You know, this was always something I admired about your approach to ball pythons is that you always sort of uh, uh, um, embrace the idea that a lot of these crazy genes that start off this beautiful colors grow up to be these just normal looking sort of drab type of snakes. Yeah. Whereas there's certain genes that that don't do that, you know, um, 
and it seems like those triple genes, double genes, all that stuff seem to to hold on to to some of that. I don't know. I don't know if that's they true, do. but it seems like it. It, it. it is for sure. And the and the recessive stuff seems to you know hold that the nicer looking stuff as as they get older. But some of the recessive stuff can can really look bad as it gets older. A lot of the the clown stuff just looks yeah, terrible. I don't like that. Yeah, you know, you yeah, know at, at two years old. But you put the right genes in it, and a lot of clown stuff as adults looks really, really sharp. It is so, weird when you see like the baby clowns, and then like you go down, like, uh, uh, and then you see the adults, and it's like you can see the drop off. But people, people don't seem to have that make to seem to make that connection that this will turn into this because yeah. they're further down on another table or something like that. So. Yeah, or you don't see them as adults. You only see yeah. them, you know, as, shows babies. as, as babies. As babies the, yeah. the ball python, like the whole part of that hobby just fascinates me with like just the longevity that it just seems to just constantly like re-evolve. Listen, I've been in it for 20 plus years and mm. I, I shake my head every year and it's only getting bigger. This The last five years – the yeah. growth has been exponential. People, yeah. these guys are producing, you know, uh, hundreds of clutches a year, hundreds and hundreds of clutches a year, and especially the, you know, the, the very upper echelon stuff. Yeah, it it just it's it's so hot. There's people. I don't know. I guess the stimulus checks were bigger than I thought because <laughs> people are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars. It's, it's almost to, like you know, 2005 again. I don't think it's just ball pythons. I think uh, you see that this weekend is is Daytona, and yeah. I have not seen this much hype around Daytona in a I long time. It seems it's like awesome, oh, it seems like everybody's going. It seems like this is going to be huge. This is the excitement of it, and it's like wow. Okay, so I often uh, wonder like. What do you guys think of this? Because you've been doing this for 20 years, Bill. Like, you know, um, like I feel like we're at that point where we're sort of the the middle age, almost into the elder category of the (laughs) hobby, you know, to where, you know, it's it's I feel like it's changing and I don't I, I don't necessarily I guess part of me doesn't care. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I well, and the other well, part well, is welcome to be in middle age. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess the other part is Get like, I don't feel <laughs> as, as like uh, my hand is on the pulse of things as it once was. If that makes sense. Do you guys feel that? Yeah. I would agree. I mean, with, with me, I, my, my finger's not on the pulse of a lot of things cause they're out of my, sphere of what I care about and and what I'm working with where it's like you know somebody's like how much would you pay for this I don't know what's going for on morph market like and that's just kind of where I'm at but my sphere of knowing how many white lip clutches hatched out this year um, I know of a few and every once in a while I'm going through some Instagram and I find out somebody else is hatching one it's like ah shit that's completely out of nowhere so I do find to feel like I'm disconnected, like I'm not as plugged in as I once was. Yeah. But that's probably my own doing because I don't want to be as plugged into social media anymore. I want to be yeah. off doing no my kidding. own thing where I'm happy and I don't care. So, yeah. It's a good point. It's a good point. Um, I think I've got my pulse on the Green Tree community fairly well. It's probably mm-hmm. because of the size of it. 
mm-hmm. to, to be honest, um, it, you know, as, as much as anybody can, because I am pretty heavily involved in social media still, have the podcast, mm-hmm. um, have started to venture over, and I've always kind of had this bridge between like ball pythons and green trees, ball pythons and carpets. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think when people are looking, and there have been some people recently, and some influential people that have been looking to come from ball pythons to green tree pythons. Mm-hmm. I kind of uh, get get that attention and get their ear. And so okay. I, mean, uh, I think it's just small. You know, it's just a smaller, we have such a smaller community than, than non-green tree morelia or ball pythons or boas or you know, whatever. Yeah, else. some right. of the more niche uh, markets of uh, pythons, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, I'm sure there's other niche markets of all reptiles that I'm just not familiar sure. with. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know. I feel like the well, when it comes to like say carpets, is probably the one that I do sort of still pay attention to. But um, I think we have to, it, you know, we just well, you know, yeah, the radio right? show and but I, I don't see as much <laughs> like uh, it seems like the focus has switched away from morphs. Um, uh, you know, more of uh, Where, somebody locality, locality. Not even yeah, necessarily yeah. locality, but just like keeping just not being a yeah. not not necessarily being a breeder, right? It seems that more people that I see are more. You know, maybe they'll have a pair of something, but it's not like like when I got in it. It's like I had to have everything. You know, oh caramel, mm, gotta yeah. have it. Zebra, gotta have it. This, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, it, it seems yeah, like yeah, everybody yeah. has seem to burn out quick. And they'll buy animals. Yeah. People have their set projects and they buy animals that they can plug into their projects, but then they almost forget about everything else, which is good because then you get you build your own brand and your own projects to be known for that thing. Um, But I would say that a lot of the times when I'm looking at social media and there's a post about a carpet, it's usually a person who's like, I just got this or this is what I have. I have two of these or this is my setup and it's this big thing with plants and everything in it. And they have one carpet. So it's a lot more of that than I'd see of I got this brand new three gene animal and I need to find a four gene yeah. animal to breed it to. So Yeah, I, I remember what you're talking about because I was heavily into the carpet community mm. during those times. And remember right. we used to talk like, oh, oh, we're turning into the ball python community yes. now, you know. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah, you because know, we're Making all these morphs and these hideous Horrible things, hybrids. and yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I, I definitely remember those days. Um, the new book's going to come out, and all that's going to be wrong anyway. So then we're just going to have to <laughs> correct the ship again. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I, I love to be able uh, to give Gary a hard time now about oh, being yeah. a hi- hybrid breeder. You know, so, <laughs> so he's always uh, he's always uh, shitting on my carpondros and uh-huh. these, these hybridizations. And now I can look just almost through every animal's collection and go, hybrid, hybrid, <laughs> hybrid, <laughs> another hybrid. Carpets are hybrids, green trees are hybrids. Just, just be like, hybrid, question mark. Yeah. Make him have to explain it. Yeah. Uh, Love it. You evil, evil man. How could you do such yeah. things? <laughs> How could uh, you? He who keeps snakes in boxes. Yes. Like, <laughs> animals who have never seen the wild in multiple generations. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, so have you seen the Ball Python movie? The Dave Kaufman Ball Python movie? I I have not. I've heard a couple oh. of reviews on it, but I have not, I have not seen it. Uh, I've gotten mixed reviews on it. Yeah. Uh, have you guys seen it? I, I watched it. 
<laughs> of course. I don't own anything. Of course, that would that's be how that was going to go. <laughs> yeah, of course, this is how I, it went. I, I think the biggest thing I learned from that, from, from one of the reviewers that I talked to, and Eric, maybe you can verify it since you saw it, is that mm. African soft fur rats aren't don't come from Africa. <laughs> no, is apparently that in the movie at all. Yeah, so apparently the um, uh, the whole idea was that they're like a lab mouse, lab, yeah, lab, in Africa. Yeah. Mm. And that's okay. what they yeah. are. So they're not actually in the wild, so to speak. Okay. But some African lab uh, yeah. came up with this. Strain of gotcha. mice, whatever. Yeah. However they did these, it. These creatures. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought it was interesting, I guess, because maybe I'm a bit of a nerd when it comes to, like, the natural history of reptiles. Right. So I think that... Mm. Um, the idea that they portrayed the ball python in that way, I thought was really kind of cool in the way that um, you don't really hear people talk about them in that way, if you know what yeah. I mean. You know what I mean? It's all about captivity side of things because I, I guess they've been kept for so long. It's almost like the stuff we have in captivity is not even close to what's in the wild, maybe. You know what I mean? So far yeah, separated. I think, yeah, I, I think you could drop a captive bred. Uh, uh, ball python from here into Africa and would die in two days. Yeah, you know? I mean, yeah, probably. It's the, 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 also, the, the criticism I would have of it is I, I thought that I thought that it was sort of um, I got the feeling that it was it was in uh, going after not going after that's the wrong word but going sort of making a defense to the. Why do they keep them in racks and why do that? You know what I mean? Like they're trying to like yeah. answer those questions, right? Because it seems like the ball python community, you know, for people that have hundreds, maybe even thousands of these snakes that they're working with, I think they're going to have their hand on the pulse of what these snakes need. You know what I mean? They're going to be dialed sure. into or they're not going to be successful breeding them, you know? Um, yeah. Yeah. And I kind of felt like it was kind of a... Uh, uh, I don't know. I, f- I felt it was, like, it was like a kind of a wimpy take on that. It was sort of like I'm going to ride the fence, you know, where okay. I think that if right. if I were to if I, I and again, I don't want to put words in Kaufman's mouth, but I kind of feel like he's like a pro rack type of guy. But he didn't deliver that. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's good. Maybe that that's way. bad. I don't he know. Didn't but. Get, he, he tried to keep the ship in the middle as opposed yeah. to going one side or the other. Yeah. And he's pissed everybody Which off. Which I guess, is, is I, I, I guess, <laughs> I, I I guess you sort of have to in that, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I don't know. That's sort of just the thought I had when I was watching it, you know, but um, it was interesting, it's, you know. Go ahead. I was going to say it's funny. The people that I've talked to have almost like verbatim feelings about you do. They're like, nobody said I loved it. Nobody said it was terrible. I hated it. Yeah. Got all this like in between answers. Well, I like this part. This part was kind of, he went off focus and then he tried to make some moral statements. And yeah, yeah. You know, it, it seemed like it, yeah, it, just kind of right down the middle of the road. Just like you said. Yeah. Fence rider. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> well, you everybody off. Uh-oh. Damn yeah. It. yeah, but it was. I mean, it was interesting well, nonetheless. You know, they said. I think they brought up that. Over again. <laughs> the one thing that I that I thought that that I guess it really changed my perspective on these things. Right, you you look up on uh, Wikipedia or whatever you're looking up. You look up natural history of a species that you might be trying to keep, try to figure out how to keep it. 
And the one thing that uh, one of the papers said that the ball pythons were in the trees. Well, the people that were there were saying that they were in the trees because it floods and they have no choice to, but to go up into the trees. So it's almost like sure. the people that are quoting that paper are saying, oh, well, they're arboreal. It's like, no, <laughs> no, they're not, yeah. a, you know, yeah, 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 that yeah, kind yeah. of thing, you know. No, so. they're trying to live. Like, I don't, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think we could probably all agree on there are people out there that have done worse things to the community than what he did with that movie, right? Oh, my God, yeah. Oh, like, this week. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure there's several <laughs> I mean, people this week that have screwed us. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I would say overall, I would say overall, I would, I would, I would err on the side of that, you know, to, just seeing the that snake in its natural environment to sort of give you an idea because what I thought where a ball python lived is not where they it doesn't look anything what I pictured in my head so to actually see it and yeah, then find it cool. dig it out was 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 kind of cool but yeah I, I assume they just I didn't see the movie so I assume they were they're walking and they find a 32 quart rack in the wild. And that's where no, it's right next to the tree. Right? That's where they occur naturally, yeah. right? Well, actually, yeah. it was a 41 quart bin that was underneath the space. It's like when you guys go to Australia, you see exo, giant exoterras yeah. set up right? everywhere. For the, everywhere. They're in the, yeah. the green yeah. trees. Find them. It's like exo. All over. There's an exo. Yeah, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Oh, we, so, we went to Australia and we needed help to find a carpet python. Like we, we needed to bring in a herpetologist to find a freaking carpet python. Yeah, we yeah. suck. And all she had to do was look up. <laughs> like duh. All she had to do was look up. <laughs> there it is. Oh. <laughs> we're here oh. for about five minutes. Okay. Yeah. So uh okay, so what are, you know, that you're working with currently? Oops. That we uh kicking around yeah well uh got I, I do have the rough scales and i did want to get back to them because okay. i struggled with the rough scales not uh, keeping them but and not even really breeding them really incubating the eggs and i don't know huh. why yeah i've had now oh, no it's a new part I've of this had, that i wasn't prepared for <laughs> well mm-hmm. I, i've had three years now yeah where i've had uh the first time I had a, a, a nice clutch go the distance. But when the babies hatched, full of deformities. Oh, uh, the ones that did, the ones that did hatch, terrible feeders, um, just super high maintenance. And it was point in my career where I was trying to finish my anesthesia career, mm-hmm. move and get this like going full time. Mm-hmm. Terrible time to be having to work with struggling. Picking stupid babies, babies. yes. Yep. So bring on. I rested. Um, I rest when I moved. I rested. I rested. Didn't breed anything. Right. The last two years, I've had a female lay beautiful clutches, great veined eggs. Everything looks great. Both clutches have crashed completely. Not a single viable baby. All right. Well, so, what are you? What are you incubating that? The clutches at I assume normal Python temps eighty seven. I mean how? Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly next to the, the right, green right. trees, Everything the else. balls, well, the, the creatures, short, short tails, the yeah. carpets. They're all, all they're in all the in the same box. incubator. They're all in the same incubator. Oh my god! So I I don't know if 
the only thing that I can think, you know, all these, you guys know how mm-hmm. closely interrelated all these are. Mm-hmm. My trio came from Dave D, you know, yes. brother and, and two girls. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. I, I Certainly nothing I'm doing wrong, right? No, I mean. God, God forbid. Now, <laughs> yeah, I mean, who it not, can't be me. So, like, yeah, <laughs> of course not. I'm, I'm great at this. But, uh, um, but I so mean, I don't know. I'm, hmm. It kind of got me really head scratching. Yeah, but they're so interbred just because of what they are. Of and course. the fact that like we only had like what maybe ten animals at yeah. max collected from yeah. the wild, and they've just been. But so also, even if I got a different male, even if I got a male from you, right. you know how, how genetically different is it hmm. going to be the yeah, male that I have be. here? <laughs> like, right. Like, I, plus, the other thing is like so Matt has animals from Dave D, and he got a how long does how long I do the that. eggs last? Yeah. Yeah. Or, uh, I've seen them go everything. I've had one clutch that went, they kind of all died at the same time. And I've had others, it's just painstakingly, you know, as the days went on, one would die here and then another would die and then another it's, would die. And this finally okay. you get to day, you know, you get to day 50 and the last yeah, one that's dies. Weird. It, it was so, like, it's like my first clutch, my first clutch of roughies. I had such a small amount. I only had like, I think six eggs. But then, like, I, I, like Eric will tell you, like, every other day, yeah. I was just, like, another roughie egg gone. And we just kept going. And then day 60 is I finally cut the last remaining egg. And there was a fully formed dead baby in there. And dead I'm like, baby in there. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, so, I don't know. See, I mean, I've had, I've had clutches of 12 really? to 16. Jesus. You know, and, and like, no, like, no slugs or maybe just, like, one slug or something. And you candle them and you just, you know, you're already high-fiving yourself because... He's got this veins non pessimistic. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. and uh, so I don't, I don't know. That's wow. That's well, uh, that's I'm one of the quandaries. Terrified. Yeah, it'll be it'll be another hurdle for me to get over to get my rough scale eggs or babies. I'll I'll finally start getting eggs, and then it's like, no, they won't hatch. Yeah. So well, you, you've had a rough scale. Be- you had a rough scale before I did. I got my rough yeah. scale because I saw yours. I know. That's what that's so, within, that's within these cages right over here. Those are those are my three. So, and yeah. I have and I have produced one yes. rough scale. Yes. I, I have, have one. I still have it. One rough scale. <laughs> one viable rough scale. Any. Yeah, <laughs> it hurts yeah. me greatly. I don't. So, but that's Burke. Burke, you got any thoughts about? No, maybe maybe on? it's just one of the one of the animals that you have has. Uh, you know, maybe the maybe there's a new. But if he's got veins, that sounds like more like blackhead territory, where it's like yeah, oh, but it everything's going. It doesn't great, make the sense. Are still dying. I mean, and then they I would say maybe it's like, you know hey. something with humidity or something. But Brett produces rough scales, right? He's in Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett does. Yeah, he's been successful. Yeah, multiple. Brett, Terry's years. in Terry Texas. Does. Yeah, forgot about Terry. Terry Burwell. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I'm gonna have to yeah. think about that one. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Send, it humbles me, me. send me the roughies and yeah. then I'll work on it for a little bit. Okay. okay. I'll get yeah. back to you later just, with what I think. Just no, no green trees for you. No, yeah. I don't want them. Oh, he wants the brown snakes, snakes. <laughs> not the green ones. I don't ones. want the green trees. <laughs> oh, Owen. I open that bag and I find out later this is a spray painted green tree python. I'm going to be pissed. So. It's going to have a, like a, a shell on it. You're going to yeah. break away the shell. Wait a minute. Not a green tree. Tree. Yeah. Huh. 
What yeah, because when I was talking again? to Matt, Matt was just saying about his, <laughs> his uh, you know, because I, I asked him how did he do it, and he just said normal, normal Python incubation. I hate it when he does that. <laughs> yeah. well, I know somebody else that does that as well. <laughs> How'd you breed white lips? Shut up. <laughs> only, uh, only just I put them together. Owen, oh, that does not it. make for good radio. Make, yeah. make sure there was. Yep. Make sure that. <laughs> yeah. Make sure there go. was plenty of fresh water. Yeah. So plenty of I was thinking water. about this, yeah. right? So I'm reading. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm putting together the breeding season episode as as I do every year, and I I start to look at things and go in depth or whatever. And one of the things that um, that that I was looking at is how much water that the the female needs, right? As she's uh, producing um, follicles. So my thought is, is like, does that do you guys? I guess my question would be: Have you guys? Do you guys change the amount of times that you would, you know, offer fresh water? Because my experience has been: is no matter what, as soon as you put fresh water in the cage. Um, and I apologize for keep saying water, <laughs> but as soon as you put that in the cage, I don't. Morelia seems to I be right apologize. to it. You know, like they're going right for it. You know, I think short tails <laughs> might be the same way. But um, yeah, green do you? Do, green trees do the same thing. So they were I talking about egg it. binding. Uh, I, it could be yeah. a possible side effect of the female not having enough, being hydrated enough, or having enough water to sort of. Uh, you know, that could lead to complications, I guess. Do you do anything different with that? I don't, but I never even thought about I, it. I, I do, well, that's I what do I waters do, but... once a week. Um, and that seems to be, yeah, that seems mm-hmm. to be fine all year. Um, I will also say that I think egg binding is one of those things like an RI. Sure. There's yeah, a bunch of 100%. things that could cause it. And maybe finding one reason is cool, but it doesn't mean it's not going to – Yeah, still not going to happen. So – um, but yeah, I don't really change anything. I just offer the fresh water once a week and then that seems to be good. Um, I'll say that a lot of them tend to drink it right when I offer the fresh water, but then I don't know, sitting it the rest of the week, it's yeah. they do weird things. I don't so, know. Yeah. You know, I, I, I give, I give green trees twice, fresh okay. water twice a week. So every, okay. every three or four day, twice a week, but everything else gets fresh water yeah, once a week. Sure. Unless I see it, right. you know. Foul. shit in the water yeah yeah but 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 i always equate like water with like sheds like the rough scales the the carpets mm-hmm. they always have pristine sheds mm-hmm. right um but does that mean that they would drink more if i ordered the if i offered them a larger water bowl and fresh water more often yeah. and maybe you know maybe that would make a difference i i, I don't know if you don't do that with green right. trees they're gonna have bad sheds yeah. And so, you know, I'm more meticulous with that, but I mean, who's to say that the carpet doesn't Are most be- uh, Gondro people subscribe to the two times a week? Is that like a normal, normal way, like a normal way of keeping them? There's a, there's a big variety. Uh, at the I minimum once. At least, right. you know, twice a week water change. Get the minimum once, and some people you know, <laughs> right. roll their eyes about only once, you know. And then you got mm-hmm. some people, some some people that are you know giving them oh. fresh Fiji water every day, <laughs> you know. So you got, or untouched by <laughs> hands, you know, yeah. right? Exactly. Yeah. Be completely so, filtered. Yeah, <laughs> they just spill it themselves. So, like, okay, I get it. <laughs> well, t- trust me, those are not the people that have like forty right. or fifty green trees, right? 
that those those kind of situations change. Like I remember getting jugs of water from like the supermarket for my guys for my snakes. That changed very yes. quickly when I got into yeah. double digits. It's like that. Yeah, screw this. Hose yes. water for everybody. So, right, hose yeah. water for everybody. Yep. Everybody here gets tap water. They get it twice a week. If I had to guess, I'd say that's probably okay. yeah, the norm or the average for for green tree people. Now, do you do you kind of take into account certain things like you have the the short tails and Matt has told us that those guys as babies kind of thrive on very moist kind of wet oh, environments yeah. things like that um, yeah. do you kind of take that into account with them as well because in my point with I have the uh, rainbow boas I have the white lips and I have the rings um, I actually give them humidity hides which is hides filled with damp moss year round because if I don't do that they're just going to shed like hell. Like, so do you do kind of like the same there's, thing with those? There's, there's no doubt. Right. That I remember that. Trees, yeah. They get a higher humidity environment. Okay. In fact, when they're first hatched, I keep them over water only substrate. Oh, so they're, they're, they're on the perch and just with a sliver of water on the bottom, which is great for humidity. Um, and it's great for their hydration, but you literally almost have to change the water every day. Yeah. Um, because, they shit a ton and they get down and they're in the water, which is great. You know, it hydrates them, mm-hmm. but you do have to, and I'll do that until they're kind of consistently eating, which right. means maybe a month to six weeks. Mm-hmm. And then they'll get a paper towel and a water dish, but I keep that paper towel wet. Damn, you know, yeah. it's, 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 it's very high mm-hmm. humidity. And the, the oh, reason yeah, yeah, I yeah. guess I do that is, and I rarely have a, like a bad shed in a baby green tree, but yeah. what we do get is prolapse. Prolapse mm-hmm. is an issue. It's mm-hmm. an issue with baby green trees. And the thought is, is keeping them a little more humid um, right. or, and hydrated would decrease that. But that's, again, going back to your RI and egg bound, you know, who knows? Right. You, can do, yeah. you can do all of that and still you have baby prolapses or you can do none of that. A baby won't prolapse. I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, what we talked about earlier, you can do everything 100% correct, and you're still going to get, like, one baby to prolapse. It's like, okay, you. Like, yeah, why you? you know? Why you? Why do you do this to me? Like, yeah, it's... It, it's, yeah. Weird. it's weird. I've had um, babies prolapse, really? you know, just a random one here and there. Mm. But a couple of years ago, I had a clutch hmm. where out of, like, 12 babies, four of them prolapse. That's, yeah... So you go, wow, what, what, what's happening here? You know, all kept the same way. All the others are kept, you know, high humidity, um, wet, wet prey items, you know, and, and then four of them prolapse. That's, that's kind of the bad news. But the good news with baby green trees is I've never had one, not a single one, where I've reduced a prolapse and like a month later it's reprolapse. Mm. Every single oh. time as, as, as babies – if they prolapse and you reduce it and then they go on to, you know, eat a couple times, I've never seen a secondary prolapse. Okay. So, well, that's good that's news. Good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. Is your approach the... Like I've never had a baby green tree escape. Just sits on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever... Do you use, like, the sugar paste method type of deal? Is that your approach to... Uh... No. I use, no? interestingly enough, a method that Matt Morris taught me a long time ago and he uses um preparation h Uh so he'll put a dab on the prolapse and let that like sit for 15 minutes and then he'll come and he'll take a a tiny probe 
a little bit with preparation H, and then uh, manually reduce the prolapse. Ah. And that's hmm, okay. that's worked great. In fact, I just made a video. I just sent it to a friend of mine who had uh, his first clutch of green trees. Of course, he has a baby prolapse. Of course, and mm-hmm. so uh, sent him that, and they they tend to do real well, surprisingly well, but they don't reprolapse. I'm add that now That's to the good. snake medical kit preparation H. <laughs> just just get it out of your bathroom. Just oh, yeah, okay, yeah. You, yeah. Got, yeah, you right. got plenty. Yeah. It's right. Yeah, yeah old place. man. <laughs> the Hemorrhoids I get from this place, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> you don't you don't That's, sit in that captain's chair for twelve hours a day for nothing, man. <laughs> yeah, five hundred and three shows. Five hundred and three shows later, and that's what you get. Now we know why GTP Keeper doesn't do <laughs> only thirty three, baby. Yeah. 33. That's right. Keep it young. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, you know, like Sitton's the new smoking Owen. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I sit, I, this is where I live most of my life in this prison. I know. You work from home. I'm surprised Eric's not at one of those stand up desks where he's like, you know, lifting up, sitting down. <laughs> tried to get I am standing up. You're just standing up. All the bass, they're all above his head. Yeah. <laughs> It was cool. It was just, it was not convenient. It just, it was round and round. It never gets old. Never gets old. I want one of those standing desks. Well, well, wait a minute, sir. I mean, that's a normal desk. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm talking about. They call that a high chair. They call that a high chair. Yeah. Oh, man. His boss at work just like, here, just put a book underneath your screen. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Awesome. Okay. So um, have you done uh, green trees this year? Have you done any pairings or breedings or anything anything exciting? I won't start um, pairing them until this fall. So I'll I'll pair uh, females uh, this fall. I had a great season last season. Cool. Okay. So uh, I had four females ovulate within three weeks, which is by far the most – most I've ever done. I've been very consistent, one or two clutches a year for the last ten years, mm-hmm. um, except the year that I moved. But this year, all the things seem to align, and I bred four females, and four of them ovulated. That's a lot of the reason why I have one short tail clutch this year, and a lot less ball python clutches. <laughs> I stopped right. breeding my carpets. Um, you know, I've got 1.2 carpets, but they were locking. I quit breeding them. Did you start doing <laughs> the math of the eggs? You're like, no. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and and um, so so luckily, they the green trees go always go first for me. Okay. Okay. They, they go they go early. Um, so yeah, had a great season last year, and um, I'm anticipating really a good season this year too. I'm gonna. I bred four females last year, and I think I'll breed, I'll breed six this year. Wow! So are that'll, they? That'll, is it? Are they localities? Are they uh, crossings, like uh, designer stuff? I've, or I've got some locality, a couple locality females. Well, I say a couple. I have one locality female, a man, a red right. manicori. All the right. rest of them are just designer, melanistic, or blue line stuff. Oh, okay. So still cool. going in the melanistic blue. Melanistic I mean, blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Very it's cool. It's what I like. It's what I like. Yeah. So. Why well, change it now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like. Uh, I like them. I also like that. Uh, I know it's 
I know he's been breeding them. It's there been a while with those mosaic. I think it's mosaic. Isn't oh, he in yeah, Portugal? Mosaic. That guy. Oh my gosh. Pe- Pedro. Nice. And, yeah, it's yeah. Pedro in Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, of all the stuff that gets produced and, you know, a lot of people talk about like, Oh, it's this line or that line. Um, and we have big debates in the green tree. Well, can you really call that a line? Like, right? Like, what makes it a new blue line animal? Or even right. people refer to the sickness. Oh, that's a sickness line, which it really isn't. I've never referred to the sickness offspring as a sickness line. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But if there was one kind of recent modern, like calico or blue line or high yellow, it would be uh, Pedro's mosaic. Uh, I think it meets all the definition of. Of that animal producing what what I consider a green tree line. Yeah, yeah. So incredible. Have you ever seen the yeah. Moen? I have because they've been in the oh, uh, okay. calendar competition, and yeah, I, and I right. do that, and I've been part of the network. Oh, that's right. For many years, I forgot. I, you've been here this whole I forgot time, you do things. <laughs> I, I, I forgot. I forgot yeah. he was here. Oh I thought God. it was just me and Eric. Who are you? It's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> I thought he's been. Uh, <laughs> we're not talking rough scales. He wants nothing to do with us. No one exactly. As soon as cool we turn to the green side of that Morelia complex, he's like. Yeah. Is it Might as well be talking ball pythons. Yeah. Wash his hands of it. Mm. He, yeah, you have me on, and I work with this, the two snakes that Owen hates the most. Not hate. <laughs> I don't. I don't. That's how much he loves you, Bill. He's very make fun of them. And I know a lot of people that when I just go, well, it's a ball python on a stick, that are extremely offended. So oh, I think you just shoot that at, at the other buddy, right? Like That's really the geared towards the, the other buddy. Mostly, yes. I mean, his his hatred for it, Condros really goes at trying to get a rise out of the other buddy. It is mostly that, but yeah, it's right. with exactly. And, you know, it's one of those things he's like, well, you're going to do all the pythons. I'm like, yeah, I almost have all the Morelia. <laughs> no one cares about those. Only the one of the... Only one of the prettiest pythons yeah. there is. Yeah. I mean, just, come on, uh, you know. I know one cares. It, 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 that crushes the other buddy when you, when you tell him that. I know, I know. It's like when I make him go into the Philly place and order the, you know my sandwich with Swiss cheese on it. Oh, it just crushes. The it Swiss. crushes his soul. I would yeah. be embarrassed going in. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, we got a Swisser <laughs> on the line. Like, like, <laughs> is that guy from Texas back in town again? Yes, you know, no, I'm he's like the <laughs> soup Nazi. He's like no. Yeah. No, no Philly for you. Yeah, Buddy has to go to several different <laughs> places to order the cheesesteak. Yeah, and one actually makes it. Yeah. Poor guy. What? We don't even have Swiss in this place. <laughs> How dare you? Jesus. <laughs> oh man. Good stuff. So what about uh, no. I don't know? Switch gears a little bit. What about yeah. what about Carpet Fest? How, what's your what's your, we are we ever going to have another? Listen. I mean, we don't we have a northeast one this for the past couple of years, <laughs> no. but we will. I know. I'm just trying to figure out to get I, everybody prepared. I think for, it's time. You know. I'm I'm willing to do one here. It's it's okay. taken me time to settle in. Um, you know, the new not just the new facility, new house. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm ready to do it. I'd be I'd so, be down for the Texas trip. I think the Southern Carpet Fest. The Southern Carpet Fest was probably my favorite. Even the ones of that we hosted up here? Because I didn't have to do anything. Yeah, because I didn't have to do anything. 
I got yeah. to hang out with awesome people that were normal, normally people that I didn't necessarily right, right, get right. to hang out with, you know, right. uh, see different perspectives, um, you know, see Bill's awesome collection, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, Texas is a cool spot. It's a good place to visit. That's I why know, I man. got so mad because, like, I've seen Bill's yeah. house in the airport. I'm like, I need to see more of Texas. <laughs> and then we went to West Texas. I'm like, thank you. Like, and so. <laughs> well, you. That's a little well, West yeah, Texas man. is a little different, I yeah. think, than East Texas. Uh, no? You just come to Bill's place. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're that, that, that's where we okay. start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to go to West Texas. <laughs> uh, East Texas is uh, beautiful. Um, yeah. You know, they've got some, some fantastic, they call it the Piney Woods out there, some just fantastic lakes and almost like uh, Arkansas-type uh, scenery. Uh, and then you go south from us, you get to Austin. Austin's a really cool, cool city. It'd be great to spend mm-hmm. some time there. Uh, Houston's got a awesome. good music scene now. Awesome Don't they have a good scene. music that's scene? Where, that's where University of yeah. Texas is, and they got a great music scene there. Don't go okay. to Houston; it's a shithole. Uh, my sister <laughs> lives there. She, yeah. The whole city. Don't, okay. Don't, <laughs> no, don't even. No. Yeah. Not even. Not. Yeah. Not even the county. Mm. Don't. Nowhere close to it. There's um, a line. I want you. <laughs> Houston is here. Don't go anywhere in this circle. circle. Yeah. Um, even the people that live in Houston uh, tell you to shit Okay. So, uh, San Antonio. Kind of like Philadelphia. Yeah. Same thing. Philadelphia had some, uh, I thought, some really pretty parts driving to, well, or just driving to Owen's place, you know, from the airport. I thought some really pretty. You got out of Philadelphia. That part of the country. You're coming out of my place, well, yeah. Yeah, you got out of Philly. You got out of Philly, and, though. Yeah, you're, you're right. You were in the suburbs. You were probably out of Philadelphia, yeah. <laughs> well, plus two, that was, Several what, years ago. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. A couple years ago. Yeah, yeah, Philly, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> Philly's has changed. <laughs> yeah. But I, I get well, what listen, you're saying. But, but, but cool. back, to, back to your question. So, like, yes, here's a question. I am, yeah. you know, prepared, uh, you know, to, 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 to do it. Cool. So probably 2023. I think that I is something in the books. That is our plan. And, uh, are you guys going to – have you talked about doing Northeast? We have discussed it. There will be an announcement at the holiday yeah. show. Okay. When when it will be. Yes. Because yes. somebody promised. Yeah. Somebody said that, and I'm holding him to it. Owen, Owen's giving me to that time done. to decide what we're doing. Now to then figure out what the <laughs> fuck is going to happen. So. <laughs> well – I don't know how you feel about this, Bill, but like I think that the problem, part of the problem that people don't understand, you've hosted it, Owen's hosted it, you know, you know what yes, goes into it yeah. and what's involved with it, and, and that's all great. But the, the issue is I just don't think that my house is going to be able to handle the capacity of what I think sure. is going to happen. Sure. If it's anything like past events, you know? um, it, it, it's massive. But your house handled it last time. Barely. <laughs> I just think that there's more people. I don't know. That, that's you, why I'm saying, like, I, I see all these you, new you, people that are constantly yeah. either messaging me. Plus or, people, if you had, I think if you could. had an open, if you had an open carpet visit, you get 100 plus people. I think if we, I think it, it would. I think. I think it might go into if, the one fifty. If we hit it hard, like we did in the first couple of years, I think you could get 150 people at Eric's house that that quickly. Yeah, yeah that's. That's getting up to the numbers where you're right. It can be an issue on a lot of different levels yeah. uh, for hosting it. You know, um, yeah. I, you know, ours. You always said yours was the best, but ours was the biggest mm-hmm. Southern Carpet Fest, and we did, yeah. we did, 
approach 150 people uh, a year or two that we had it. Um, yeah. So yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, and God, and God, and God forbid. So it's you just, know, it's just being good weather. Yeah. The ones that I've come to Philly and the ones that, that I've right. had here, you know, thank God we've had good weather and we've been able to keep people outside for most right. of it. Right. Yeah, there's Could no way 150 people would fit in my house. No. Like, you know. <laughs> oh, hell no. It would I, just be I insane. Mean, I, had, I had 30 I, I, people sleep yeah. in my house during one of ours. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but 150 that was people. Fun. Uh, no, that's a yeah. lot. It's gonna. It would be. That'd be a tough. That'd be a tough day if it, if we got rain or bad weather or whatever. Yeah. So. Jesus. We, yeah. So, but that's good to know. We, We're working we it out. I'm that, sure. Uh, we can't let you know, that stop. Be. We can't let that <laughs> stop our diabolical planning. No, no. Whether too many people or bad weather, that just can't. No. We got to get that out of our minds. Well, it all depends on how. Something falls in front of you. You either go around it or go, go over it, it or go under it. Yep. Somehow you just get well, past it. It, it all depends on how yeah. quickly <laughs> or that, we get our yeah. facility running because then we could always just have it there. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, oh, yeah. The facility. There's yes. that. <laughs> the facility. <laughs> oh, the facility. <laughs> I told Owen, I was like, Owen, it doesn't make any sense that, like, he's running out of room. If I wanted to do anything else, I don't have any room. So it's like, why don't we, like, Put our collections and I'm like, together. I can't like, imagine. I don't understand. What are we doing here? Not have you know? to pay for them. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'm in. Yeah, I'm yeah. in. I'm in. Old. Like it is. I'll take care of the green trees. Don't worry, Bill. <laughs> <Thank God. laughs> now I'm gonna have nightmares all night. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> These <laughs> things <laughs> prolapsed again. <laughs> Bert, what the hell? Ew, 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 ew. All right. Uh, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to have a facility off of my premises. Yeah, that's the I, one thing I, that's scary. Because me. especially during certain times, man, I'm in and out of here a lot. Like, I may mm-hmm. come out here in the morning and then I want to feed yeah. and make sure everybody eats and I come back out, check, make sure everybody eats and I come back out, see what they're doing at night. You know, that's, I, that's why it's probably going to have to. Uh, we can start working on it and doing things now, but it might have to wait till Melissa and I are going to move out of here and hopefully closer to Eric. So you, it makes you know more what sense you, to do that. You know what you guys need? You need a commune. Okay. I'm down. A freaking commune. We started yeah, a cult. You, know, you, you have a million dollar... 8,000 square foot facility and then two trailer homes. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine with it. Where you yeah. live. I'll be on this side of the acreage, <laughs> then, the, then the building. And then, yeah. so yes. Yeah, it's fine. Yes. And then Melissa can have room for a tortoise and yes. whatever other animal I have to get her now. So, yeah, done. That's, that's, that's what you can need. Just there you go. go out and no, I won't have no squirrels. squirrels never, no but. squirrels on my side. No captive squirrels. Every morning we can be awoken to Eric's electric guitar on his roof. You know? So I draw the line. Yeah, it'll, it'll be it'll be wonderful. It'll be like yeah. Woodstock. Oh, oh yeah, mini Woodstock. You just, just wake up. And... Oh man, done. I don't. I won't wear shoes ever again. Yeah, I was. I. I, I hope it doesn't turn out like the '99 Woodstock. Oh, oh, Good lord! I don't know if you guys have watched that. No. Listen, some of us are still in middle school when that yeah. happened. Terrible. So. 
Um, Were you? Oh. Quit, Bert. Stop it. Don't encourage. Don't I'm encourage. Time, man. I graduated high school in 2004. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, wow. Terrible. Okay. So what's it like with the short like tales? I, um, <laughs> did you, did I, I, you? Lo- I love the short tales. Um, you know, last yeah. year I produced my first I bred short tails for the first time. And I got mm-hmm. my short tails from Matt. Um, I got uh, one from Lon. Mm-hmm. I got a pair from uh, uh, Matt Jablonski. Do you mm-hmm. know that name, Matt Jablonski? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, sorry, mm-hmm. likes. Yep. Um, <laughs> and, so, and so last year um, I said I want to produce, uh, you know, a clutch or two of Borneo. So I, I bred four females, and they all went at four clutches of Borneo. Oh, shit. I think I want to give yeah. this a try. Crap, I did it too good. <laughs> like it's wow. That's the good news. The good news. The bad news is, is one of those clutches. This is only the second time I've ever had an egg bound female. Oh, and of course, shit. it was one of the Borneos. Oh wow, one from Matt Minatola, a beautiful super stripe head ocelot girl, massive. She laid twelve mm-hmm. eggs and then she was done. And um, this is a funny story. So this second female I've ever had, I've, and I've never had surgery. The other one was a ball python, and she eventually passed dead eggs like six months later. Okay. So this girl, 12 eggs in her. I've, I've got mm-hmm. an ultrasound machine, and so mm-hmm. I ultrasounded her. knew it was in there. There was a lot in there. They weren't close. They were still a, a pie in her body cavity. So I knew she needed surgery. Take her to this exotic vet. I just moved to this area. I did, I did not have a vet, um, so I just... I asked a vet friend of mine. She said, this is the place to take them. I'm going to make an appointment, go up there. And the guy, the vet, a young kid who had done his expertise in exotics, reptile exotics, he used to be Marshall Mendez's snake boy when he was in high school. Yes. (laughs) I swear. No shit. He worked in Marshall Mendez's room when he was in high school. And that's why he became an exotic reptile vet love it i was like this is crazy that's fantastic wow that's wild and so he he did the surgery and he goes after after of course the female did great great. Mm. he goes i don't mind telling you i was very very nervous he goes i've done the surgery for an egg bound python before but never a a borneo short tail and you know those things they're they're mad you know they're Mm. so big Mm -hmm. and um so the surgery went well she lost she lost that oviduct, obviously, but he said the, her other oviduct looks great, you know, and she's doing super. Um, but so the good news is in, instead of having 100 nice. Borneo babies, I only had 80. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay. So, yeah, that. Wow. So this year okay. I learned my lesson and plus the green trees, four green trees that ovulated. I paired one, um, and she went, and she had. And I'm sitting on 15 beautiful babies from a different uh, super stripe girl, one from um, Matt Jablonski. That's awesome. So yeah, I love them. They're just okay. they're different. They, exactly. They're different. That's the appeal is that it's yes, everything's yeah. up they're, high and thin, and then it's this thing down low. Yeah, and then they're they're <laughs> exactly you're, you're you're going from airplanes to tanks, you know, and. Yeah, <laughs> they're they're really fun. They got a great personality. They're just so defensive, you know, and just think 
they're just baddest things on the planet. And but they're fun. They, awesome. They're not hard. They're not hard to do. It's one of the species uh, that you know. I, I breed pretty yeah. much everything the exact same way, and you know, all my species are in one giant room. I've got a couple of um, sub rooms that I do breed some green trees in, but ninety nine percent of my stuff gets bred in the same room. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I did different with the Borneos is I, mm-hmm. I keep them a little cooler than like uh, the carpets or the mm-hmm. ball pythons. Keep them a little cooler. And this whole thing about introducing the female into the male's cage, which is totally uh, yeah, you know, different. foreign to me to do it. Mm-hmm. But, the, you know, Keith McPeak and um, and uh, Matt, you know, said that that's how you get these things to, to go. And I did it and they were pretty easy. Pretty hmm, easy. That's, that's nuts. Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, you guys work with do you guys work with anything that does. Yeah, do you do wild. that? Do you put the female in with the male? Any of your species? No. Female with well, the male. Kind of. I, I open well, up if you don't species. know, if you don't know what the species, if you don't know what the sex is, it doesn't count. Doesn't matter. No, that's not. That's not what I'm talking about. Um, for the Timors and the White Lips, I open up the bridges so they have access to each other's cages. Oh, okay. So they will be in each other's cages. Like at one point, the females in, like she goes over there, or he follows her there. It's kind of like all gotcha. over the place. So it's like okay. turning two six foot cages into one big twelve foot cage. Um, so that's the only other thing that I would really do with that. But, and you don't see any rhyme or reason about the male goes into the female more, the female goes on the male side more. They're all over the freaking place. Timors okay. never sit still. Like you know, uh, they're if you give them a twelve foot cage, they're going to use all twelve feet of that. They're cage. like a colubrid. Like, I mean, wow. And there's there is no rhyme or reason. Some days they're together in the hide. And then the next day they're on complete opposite ends. Then they're together in this side on his side. It's yeah. So that was just them. Um, this year we're going to do that with the white lips, the black face white lips. So we'll see how well, that goes. Same same thing with a, a, a giant. Let them yep, go with back the and forth. Yep. There's okay. a basically it's a six foot cage with a PVC tube. Like you've seen Brandon's yeah, thing for yeah. his scrubs. I have that for them. Okay. So gotcha. Mm-hmm. What about you, Eric? Have you ever Rob? No. No, nah, mostly everything. Everything I do is, you know, all male to female. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Rob? What? I, it's it's like. Uh, Rob, I was gonna say Rob was yeah. doing that before it was cool. Yeah, he was. <laughs> the bridge. Yeah. Before bridges, bridges were, cool were cool. Called bridges. Yeah. <laughs> what a hipster. Rob, Rob did a lot of things before they were cool. Yeah, oh, man. many. Like rhinos, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> rhinos. That's a species. That's you a still species have I worked with. Um, I acquired rhinos. I thought they were super cool, um, but it's that was the classic, like one of those things where I had them, and I was getting to the point where I was going to start to breed them, and then I started investigating about like working with the babies and how they can be kind of hard to establish, and you know, establishing. Hard babies is like one of the things that I love, like some of the species I, I work with, like the green trees in particular. Mm. But I just had no desire like to establish rhino babies for some reason. And that's when I just said, you know, the, the species isn't for me. Mm-hmm. So I, um, you know, yeah. I, uh, Terry Burwell ended up with at least one of the females I had. I can't remember what exactly, but um, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, you, you don't know sometimes until you try it. And, yeah. You, know, you work with a, 100%. the species and then yeah, you just go, 100%. hey, this, these are very cool, but uh, they're just not for me. 
I love my rhinos. I've done that a couple times with multiple yeah. types of yeah. species where you yeah. know, it sounded cool. Animals are cool. Animals were cool, but but they just don't yeah. fit in you know. I actually just I get, in the I wheelhouse. Just got I guess a rhino you know? this weekend. So you did. I, I traded ah. Mike Curtin. Yep, I trade uh, Mike Curtin gave me a female rhino for one of my female rhinos this year. <laughs> so I'm waiting for what? my eggs to hatch so that I can complete the trade so I can slowly build my rhino army because I need more snakes. Um, yeah. yeah, you certainly do. Yeah, well, I also have a pair. I have two female Maclots pythons right here in quarantine with me. So they're evil. Hmm. Oh, yeah, same thing. When did they happen? I went down to Mike and I, I gave him a <laughs> pair of Chinese king rats, and he gave me the max. I swear, Bill. How do you how do you put up with it? How do you put every up with this every time? Week? I don't understand it. I don't see. So, how you I, do it. I, I don't know, man. Tell him all the things that I'm doing, and then reveal them every week. It's a new. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, by the oh, way, yeah, I did this. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, by the way, hatching downstairs. Yeah. Uh, oh, good very good. Lord. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, how many? One. How That's many? Cool. Well, that's yeah. cool. How many rhino rat snakes do you have? Right now, I have four. I have okay. two babies. I have a male that I produced last year, and then this little female, and then I have my pair of adults um, that I got from Buddy Buscemi because I had three adults, but I lost one girl, so I have okay. my other two. Uh, and then I'm probably going to slowly build up my army, so I want to get more. Um, so, but you produce you produce baby rhinos, right? Yes, I, this uh, last year was my second year, and it counts because okay. I got one. <laughs> the okay. entire clutch one egg hatched and that was it's the one like, that I kept. So it counts. It's like me it's like me and a rough scale breeder. Yeah, exactly. I do rough scales. It counts. Okay. Counts. Counts. So um I have uh I have nine eggs right now incubating for the oh, you do? Yes. Fantastic. They'll be my last colubrid clutch. No, that's not true. I have a double clutch of corn snakes still cooking too. <laughs> um, Owen and it's me weird. have like shifted. It's, it's like this weird. Uh, yeah. It's very strange how like he's got it's all like, my carpet. It's morphs like Freaky and, Friday. Like, it's like yeah. Freaky Friday. Got all when these the mother and the daughter. Yeah, man. Yeah. We we'll switch back. Yeah. Um. <laughs> well, I'm like I'm like you, Bill. I, I I'm getting older. There's a lot of places I want to travel to. There's a lot of things you know I, I want to see and and. You know, sometimes it's hard to do it, it when is. you have this huge collection of, mm-hmm. of animals. And like, uh, you know, <clears throat> with all the podcasts and everything now, it's sort of like takes a lot of time. It's, I don't have time to yeah. devote, no, not, like, it, you know, to hundreds and hundreds of snakes. I found, but yeah. I have some incredible people that help me here mm-hmm. when, when I'm here. And even and, and mm-hmm. when I, I, I'm out of town or go on vacation or whatever, Um but it's not just that they have to be here. It's me worrying about it. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm on my trip, like I'm laying, you know, in, in bed at one o'clock yeah. in the morning thinking about, you know, my snakes in Texas when I'm in freaking France, you know, it's just, it isn't, it shouldn't be that right way. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know, so it's, it's just as much as the mental aspect of being away as it is the physical aspect. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't. I don't ever see myself I'm not having way. reptiles, you know. But um, you know, and, and then I think about it too. I think like you know, I'm almost fifty. That's ten years away from sixty. I hope I'm in good shape at sixty, but who knows? And like, am I even going to be able to house 
a large collection and, so and all those things. You know? Now is what you're telling me. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. Eric, you will, I, I, I'm sure you will, Correct. but it's not going to be the same as housing them when you're in your 40s. In other words, it may take everything you have right. to house that collection. You right. Know, right. Kind, of, kind, of, kind of like me. You know right. I mean? I used to do this and practice as a, as a physician full time. Yeah. There's no way, you know, yeah. I was doing that 10, 10, right. 10 years ago. There's no way I could do that now. <laughs> do you wonder, I, like, how I, did I, I do no that? I imagine we'll have either. to get all you the know? cages uh, in the facility down lower so Eric can ride by <laughs> on his rascal scooter. And we'll get him no. a couple grabby arm thingies and he can just kind of. Unless you get me one yeah, of those yeah, librarian kind of, things, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Whatever it takes. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel you, Bill. I feel you with that. Like as you, you know, your, your collection evolves as you get older, and you know things change. And but I can't ever see myself not. It's okay to have the animals and not produce a thousand babies a year. I don't think anybody's going to fault you for not doing that. Yeah, it's it quite is. enjoyable it's not true. to breed. Let me it ask is. you that: you took the year off, right? Were you weren't you weren't you pumped the next it, year? Like, it, yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah, I, just, it was I awesome. like that break. I mean, all my females were rested. I mm. was rested. Mm. And I came out mm-hmm. and just had a crushing year, you know, after that. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it <laughs> yeah was good. I, I understand that now because I think the la- my last clutch is due at the end of September. So my bread light will be hatching. Owen gets no break right this year. There will be no breaks. There will be no breaks. Don't None. turn the incubator He's, off. I don't think it can. he's become a ball python breeder it's year round. It's year round now with him. Man. If I get one more clutch of anything, the incubator is going to end up being on the whole year. So no more. I'm not. I used to remember I would listen to ball python people talk, and that's mm-hmm. how they would talk. You know, they would. I don't know if that's still the case, but I imagine um, it's probably it's, it, more so it, it, where it's, it's all year so, long, right? Yeah, it's even more so. Yeah. you know, than, than ever now, where it's yeah. where it's year round. Hmm. So. I, 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 there are times when I turn my, I've got two incubators and there are certain times of the year that they'll get turned off, but for not, not for very long. Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe out of the year, maybe a month, the most, wow. it'll get, they'll get wow. turned off. That's cool. That's so. nice. Okay. Um, where are we at time wise? Okay. Let's say we got it's, like another uh, 15 minutes and. Okay. Anytime. God, it's yeah. gone by fast. Yeah, man. All this stuff. How it goes, man. So, what's your feeling? I, I guess we sort of talked about. Well, I don't know. Owen, you got anything you want to get in there before I say anything? You want? Uh, I mean, is there anything that you might be adding, or is this like you like you said you were going to be winding down? But are there any projects you want to kind of sneak in there while you're still working on some stuff? Are you pretty content with what you got? No additions it, needed. It certainly won't be a new species. Okay. Um, I won't work, start with another new species. Um, and I'm always dragging in a few things here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this year I brought maybe three ball pythons into my collection. Um, what did you bring in? I haven't bought a green tree. Oh, so I bought in uh, a super blackhead Ooh. breeder male. Ooh. They're nice. I, don't, I like them. I don't know if you're familiar with this. I am. Wait, wait. This they, is wait, the most they, incredible they've named, thing. They've named another... Ball python morph after an Espedites, okay? We now have a Woma, <laughs> and we have a black head. But this one has a black head. Yes. <laughs> what is this bullshit? It has what? a black head. The, the, and, 
And the super has a really black yeah. head. Uh, <laughs> it has a blacker head. How can how can that happen? It's Done. listen, man. There's, there's degrees. Of, there's degrees of blackness. You should know yeah. that, bro. Yeah. All right, <laughs> Phil, Philly, Philly guy. Oh God! All right. So so blackhead. Uh, uh, super blackhead. Well, and I brought in a blackhead breeder female, so I can produce more super blackheads. Nice. Okay. Um, what else have I brought in? You know, I'm about like producing for the most part, like show animal uh, pet. You yeah. know, the three to five hundred dollar. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, either super bright or super dark. Mm-hmm. That's what people want. Like they want really, really bright stuff or a really dark stuff. So, I mean, that's. Makes sense. Other, other than that, uh, I, I did bring in uh, one of my kind of mentees, a, a guy named Ryan Glenn, who uh, is a great local kid here, produced his first clutch of green trees. And it was one, it was a Bioc male to one of my um, females, produced a real nice clutch. So I did buy uh, one of those from him. Okay. Um, and I got a Matt Morris high yellow lineage. Uh, green tree ah. as well. But that, off the top of my head, that's all I can. He's got of. the goods when it comes cool. to the yellow, man. Matt, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, if I were to do it, what was that? Was it lemon tree? That's yeah, the lemon, lemon the really the high yellow ones. Yeah, yeah. There's some great lineages with high yellow. High yellow in the in the green trees is by far the easiest of all of the with blue, black, calico. The yellow is where you can really get consistent. You know, high yellows from yeah. you breed two high yellow parents together, and you're going to get a lot of high yellow babies. I, I would so. say if I was going to do it, get I was I do high yellows. If I ever say I've just picked up my first pair of high yellows, I want one of you to call and check on me because I'm not doing well. <laughs> like something's gone wrong. Well, so, well, there we, yeah. we agree wrong. on something, yeah. Owen, because that's probably my yeah. favorite. I, I love the high yellow stuff. There we go. Yes. So Finally, I'm right there some, with some you. common ground between us. You guys, yeah. you guys have both killed them equally as well. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've murdered my green tree. <laughs> yeah. I sent my last green tree out of here so fast back to buddy. It's spun I, around and turned into three rhino rat snakes. Like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know if it was, um, I kind of have a feeling that I would, what I would do differently. I think the fresh water thing is a, is an absolute must, you know, to me, I would be, probably overboard with it just because it's it seemed like that's where i had a lot of issues and it's weird because my room is hum- humid i didn't you know temperatures were seemed to be in line but i you know i don't know I, 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 we have talked about this before and i've thought about this a lot in it um and i've got a, a story i know we're running short on time Man, i think the the I think the vast majority of people where they run into trouble with green trees, especially over like a longer term scenario, is they're keeping them too warm. Too warm. Mm-hmm. And keeping them keeping them like a two or three degrees too warm isn't going to kill it overnight. It's not going to kill it in a week, you know. And I kill it in a couple weeks. But if you don't give it a cooling down period, or you're keeping them just frankly too warm, it's going to wear on them over time. And they could even be eating. You know, I go, oh, I was eating and everything, and then it just died. Yeah. Um, and I and I mentioned that because I had a, a scenario this year. So I sold three babies green trees locally this year, mm-hmm. which is about norm for me. 
Uh, all three of these went to first time green tree keepers. Mm-hmm. Two of the three said we we want to keep it ambient temperature. Mm-hmm. So in other words, no gradient. Like I keep my room at seventy six to seventy eight, and then I keep a hot spot for green trees at about eighty four, maybe eighty five for a baby. Okay. So they say they want to keep it ambient, and I go, I have, I don't have any. Two of the three, like this is the first time I've ever heard of people other than Ryan Young wanting to keep these things at ambient temperature. So I, go, I, I know it can be done. Let me let me talk to Ryan. I talk to Ryan. He goes, yeah, keep them at. You know, eighty to eighty-two. If you're going to keep them ambient, he goes. It's a it's a tight window with these uh, with ambient temperature. In other words, it's real easy to kill them cold wise, and it's real easy to kill them hot wise. You know, you can. He's been keeping them ambient for two decades plus, and it's been successful. Right. And these new so, green tree uh, green, these new green tree keepers want to thread that needle. Like, they, okay, they want, cool. They wanted to thread that Jesus needle. Christ. So. Sure enough, I have an animal. It, they get to them, they feed it twice, and it dies. Maybe, maybe a month or five. Maybe a month after they have mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Like shit. So I go out there, you know, because I wanted to check out how they were keeping it. Mm-hmm. Um, I checked out the baby. The baby didn't have any gross um, abnormalities. But I start temp gumming, temp gunning the enclosure that it's in, and it was in a shoebox exactly the way it was kept here. Mm-hmm. But 84, 86, 87, you know, Mm. and um, and no nighttime break. Like you probably keep it that way. Then if your nighttime tends to run to seven, you know, 75. Right. So I, you know, so I got back and I talked to Ryan. He goes, yeah, they they just they overheated it, you know, and they just cooked it over time because it it didn't kill it immediately. But over the course of, you know, two, three, four weeks, it just. That's probably that what I did. Like diamonds when 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 people keep diamonds uh, like normal or like the way you would do a python, they tend to go really well for a while and then they just drop off. At least that was my experience with diamonds. So, well, I would probably yeah. be better to keep a green tree now. That's interesting you say that because I'm thinking as you're saying yeah. those things, I did keep an ambient temp at the time. <laughs> I did keep it about yeah. 82. I didn't give it a break. And they were higher up in the room, mm-hmm. which means that they were probably a little bit higher in temperature, if Warmer. I'm thinking yeah. correctly, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. whereas I think now I keep my so my main room is probably more at a 78 now. Um, and this room mm-hmm. is probably at 72. Maybe this is where the diamonds are. So um, with the hot spots, 70, 72, yeah. 70. 72 would be great, you know, as long as it's got a little supplemental heat yeah. uh, to go with it. There you go. You got that little spot right there where those books are stacked. Right, right underneath. I see it. Right here. Yeah. I see it they right there. They can go right there. They can go right That's there. That's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I literally keep my baby green trees in the same rack as my baby ball pythons. I just keep them on the lower, the lower yeah. two or three levels right. or four levels um, okay. because there's a five-degree temperature yeah, know, fluctuation yeah. between the, the bottom one and the very top one. And, uh, you know, the baby balls, they're getting right up against, well, it depends if you have back or belly heat, but mm-hmm. there's enough of a gradient in the hatchling rack that you can, you know, it could be 90, 90 or 92 degrees on the back, but 
but three inches forward, and now all of a sudden it's it's eighty five. You know. Yeah, these right. are these are things that like seeing Morelia in the wild has kind of like changed my whole perspective. You know, they're hunting at seventy degrees, whereas like this is what I'm dropping them to breed them at, and I'm like. It, yeah, <laughs> they're wait a minute. Yeah. This is they're out just out and about. Like what? I know yeah. they're, okay. they're none out at eighty something degrees. Yeah, you know, hey, and obviously carpets are a little more, uh, a little tougher than say chondros are more sensitive. Obviously, because look where they're from. They don't have as much of that swing uh, going on. You know, yeah. so yeah, for sure. Their carpets are definitely. Uh, I would say I tell people all the time: you get the right green tree from the right person and put it in the right box and. You're going to do great with it. If you can keep a ball python, you can keep a green tree. Mm-hmm. But carpets, I think, do have more latitude in a lot humidity and temperature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. More, like more adaptable. I guess the word would be. They're more forgiving. Yeah, yeah, yeah forgiving, forgiving, yeah. forgiving is the right and, word. And it's it's very much like the. Um, I stayed away from a lot of the smaller Asian rat snakes because I was told for forever that they need everything cold, they need everything chilled, and everything that. Not they don't need you don't need to stick them in a fridge. Just don't turn the heat on in that cage or in that part of the room, and they'll be yeah. totally fine. So it's one of the things of just learning how and what to do helps a ton. But certain animals that are just like if you heat up an Asian rat snake, it will die so quick. As opposed to if you just freeze it like they they take, right. yeah they love it this way you go that way it's dead in a minute so yeah. it's that kind of stuff too some animals are just really susceptible to temperature changes in a certain way whether it be cooler or hotter i think too a lot of like my problem back then with me as a keeper is that i just approached pythons all the same thinking that, that must be a, it's like a python a, like a carpet so they're all the yeah. same you know and that's just not the case that I, it took me a long time to learn that, but that's just not the case. I mean, you know, you, you, they're they're very similar in how you would keep, but sort of like what yeah. you were saying earlier with the short tails, where you introduce the female into the male. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be banging your head against the wall for yeah. years, saying, "Wait a minute, why isn't this working?" So why can't yeah. well, these things produce? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just those little <laughs> things that you learn uh, along the way. But um, yeah, good stuff. So I will try that again eventually. Yes. Slowly but sure. I, 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 I insist. <laughs> you're, one of these days you're going to get a box and you're going to open it up. And there, there it's going to be. There it's going to yeah. be. And you, you're going to have no choice. <laughs> yeah. Return to sender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it'll go right there. <laughs> right there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah, uh, you know, this is how you learn, I guess. Uh, you know, unfortunately. That's for sure. So, but I think there were sure. several reptile people that that's how they got into certain animals. Is a friend just sent it, and they're like, "Now you have no choice. Now you have to keep it." And they're like, "Damn it!" <laughs> like it's an unwritten rule that if your reptile friend sends you something, you, you must now keep it. Keep it. <laughs> like, yeah. I think too, like uh, you know, it's just funny, but I think too, not even thinking about it, right? The pythons that I mainly keep are all from in Australia, which I think are a little bit more. Um, they're more in that carpet vein where they're well. A lot of them are coming from the same places, right? Whereas, like a lot of the Indo stuff, yeah, sure. I think is more sensitive to the humidity and to the heat and stuff like that. You know, they don't have as much of the yes. temp swings and all that kind of thing. So, I finally got my retic the shed right because I gave her a water bin that you can completely submerge her. Yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah, it makes yeah. a huge difference. Yeah, yeah. and ball python. That's the other thing. I, with the, yeah, go ahead. 
Well, I was going to say the other thing with the Borneos that I do differently is they all, you've, the biggest adults, get a water dish that they can soak in. Yeah, yeah they have to. Um, the, yeah. The, the, the balls, they'll have a little teacup size, you <laughs> here's, know, here's thimble, drops of water. thimble full yeah, of water. <laughs> and, and six out of the seven days, it'll be dirty water. <laughs> here's your water right um, <laughs> But but the the Borneos they get a they get a big soap tub of water yeah. and they use yeah. it you know I, yeah I uh, I moved my false water cobra up to a bigger size cage and I gave them larger water bowls and to watch them cram themselves into these waters into like, it all right yeah I'm gonna need to get you guys like pans in a minute like aren't yeah. I like you guys are so certain animals just really need water they really need some type of water to submerge in. And I would yeah. say that yeah, there's a huge difference between certain species and water intake and value. So yeah, for sure, for sure. I guess my last question is going to be this: is and I know, and if you have a closing question, you can do your thing. But um, mm-hmm. I would say, with all, I know you're not a herper. I don't. I know you're not. No. At least I don't know. Maybe you've changed, but I know in the past you're nah. Yeah. It's not in the snake room. I'm not. You know, I'm not going through all that bullshit. With the traveling you're doing, <laughs> is there any herp related? Uh, even if it's not necessarily looking for a species, maybe it's a zoo or or a friend or a collection or anything like that. That in your travels that you're wanting to do. Uh, well, yeah. I did. I, I have actually done a herp trip. I mean, okay. a, have you? a herping day in Costa Rica. The Costa Rica. Herping trip in Costa Rica. I went. I went. Mm-hmm. I went uh, you know, herping for one afternoon in Costa Rica. And yeah. uh, and I and I enjoyed it. I loved it. But I loved um, looking at the scenery. I didn't give a shit if we saw some a oh, yeah. reptile or just the environment, right? right? I just you know I just 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 hiking you know through yeah. the in, through the environment. That that was to me, um, you know, it's good to see uh, any of the animals we came across. Uh, but to answer your question, uh, absolutely not. Like, if I went to Australia, I'd be hitting the beaches. I'd be uh, going, you know, great white cage, cage yes. uh, diving, yes. and I'd be eating lo- and I'd be eating lobster every night. Gotcha. You know, that's what I. That's what right. I. No, you go to Darwin, you go in the cage of death, and you have the crocodile parmesan at the restaurant next door. <laughs> that's to quite Crocosaurus good. Crocodile source Yes. That, that is, okay, that, that sounds yeah. that sounds that good. was a good trip. Yeah. Yes. That's a that's a Bill Stegall uh, day it's, for it's, sure. It's a hunk of deep fried crocodile the size of a bike but, seat. Like it is. But am I, but am I going to go halfway around the world and you know sleep in a god awful tent and stay up all night? And, we did you know, some not, very nice. Uh, oh no, we stay in Airbnbs. Like was, yeah, we, yeah, we don't, we don't do don't the whole tent thing, Bill. Don't let it. Don't let us no, fool no, you. I don't know. Rob schedules very nice yes. Airbnbs yes. near some form of civilization. I I, I think the what thing that civilization I'm, might be. <laughs> I'm with you though, Bill. I think that a lot of these places that I go to, I enjoy being in the environment and seeing it. Especially, um, you know, I like the the history of herpetoculture and stuff. So, you know, West Texas, right? To me, I hear everybody talk about West yeah. Texas, and mm-hmm. you know, I've had these ideas of what I thought West Texas was, and when I went there completely different than what i thought it was you know and now right. i have that okay. so when people talk about it now i can immediately think about oh yeah i was there you know um were you were you pleasantly surprised i mean like your expectations or it was just different 
Well, it was. It was completely different was than anything that I was used to on the East Coast, right? East Coast is all green and lush okay. and mountainous, and there it's oh, all yeah. dry and, you know, more of a desert type of... All the of, plants want to hurt yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, all the plants want to hurt But it's cool, yeah. you know, but I, I enjoy just seeing different places and on the planet, you know? It's cool because then it also adds the to the, like, when you uh, see gray even. bands now. <laughs> you, you, you see... <laughs> When you see gray bands, <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you go and you check out gray bands, it's like now I know the mile marker that they're talking about when you see it, you know, it's and yeah. River Road and all that other crap. It's it's kind of like little little journeys you can make that help make a little bit more sense for herpticulture or something like that. So that's fun. But I, I you got to go to Australia, Bill, and have some fun out there. Well, I I, I will. Definitely go to Australia. Mm. Am I going to yeah. go on? Am I going to go on a herp uh, trip? Probably. Nah. We'll plan it for when you, you you plan your vacation to Australia when we're there, and we'll kidnap you for a day or something like that. So, That's but there's probably what it would happen. But there's even be. things yeah. you could do there to what you're saying, Bill. Like if you go on a boat ride to see the saltwater crocs, the you croc know what I mean. So it's yeah. not for yeah, sure. things like that. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And, I get you. And, yeah. I, and I did, and I did that. And, you know, again, I did that in Costa Rica. Right. And that yeah. was unbelievable you know to see those big crocs there. it's crazy right i'm sure they're similar <laughs> it's just it's a, it's like you're looking at dinosaurs yeah. right yeah I mean, it really is like you're looking at a dinosaur i, I think yeah. like how the hell so i i do i do enjoy that okay all right thank god for every inch of so, plexiglass between you and that creature yeah so, so. i guess my <laughs> question would be like what's the top of your list of travel like where's the place mm. the place you want to go it doesn't have to be where's reptile related but go? somewhere you haven't been that you want to say oh, check gosh. it out you know, we I've traveled pretty, I would say, extensively. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been to Europe. I've been mm-hmm. to Africa. Um, I have not been to Asia um, at all. Well, I, I take that back. I went to uh, Micronesia, okay. um, which which is in, in Asia, and I, I scuba dove there, which was fantastic. But cool. I think I think Asia, you know, would, would be number one on my, like, travel list. Okay. Cool. That'd be fun. Cool. That's have, you guys ever been, have you guys ever been no. any, anywhere? I mean, I'd love to go to, like, Vietnam. And I would love to do Japan and stuff like Japan. that. Like, I, I'd, I'd not, love to do Japan, too. Yeah. I, I have not. My first trip out of the country was to Australia with these knuckleheads. Wow. So, um, yeah. Wow. Yeah, there's so many cool places I'd like to see, you know. Uh, but, yeah, Asia's up there. I mean, I, I would like to check that check that out for sure, you know. Yeah. Even if it's a herb trip or hopping and oh Borneo, that's one that I want to see. But you know, Komodo. I mean, yeah, Komodo. I'd run around with the dragons. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. Hell yeah, we're running with the bulls. Except you'd be running with the dragons. But here's the thing. Yeah, I'm gonna be like Yoda. No one's back down on the run faster because they faster. Quickly, Owen! Quickly! It's like you, the old joke. You don't you don't have to outrun the dragon. You just have to outrun yes. Owen. Oh yeah, that yeah. yeah. Exactly. If, if, if I trip, the entire NPR dies. Like we gotta go. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. You got any closing ones, Owen? Or you good? I got nothing for Bill other than um, I guess it would be uh, your most anticipated pairing of this season coming up. In okay. 2023, what do you got? Yeah, it'll it would definitely be green tree pairing. I haven't um, got all of the specifics figured out yet, but I have a 
I've got some sickness animals. The male, I've got a male here that may or may not be ready to breed. He's three. Um, but I have a John Irby melanistic male here that's mm-hmm. four, and he's definitely ready to go. And um, I've got a couple of females in mind for him. And then I want to do a repeat pairing of Jaeger, who's the male that produced the sickness. Mm-hmm. He bred a very blue female last year. It was the last clutch that I got this year. I've got nine babies. They're the nicest set of Neos I've ever produced, and that includes the sickness babies. Mm. Okay. Now, they haven't they haven't started their change yet, but um, hold on one second. You're keeping all these babies, right? I sold one out of a moment of weakness. <laughs> <laughs> oh god but, no <laughs> but like they they talk about yellow and red neos like when yeah. green trees are hatched yeah. well and then and then you have this holy shit what in the hell wow this is this is as black That's black as chocolate brown that, yeah, it's as they, weird as they look come. at the tail i love the tail i love how it's dark <laughs> as hell and then the tail is so like cool. yeah wow that is yeah. so weird and it doesn't have very so, large pattern on it at all. No, that that's the other thing. Totally like reduced pattern, and you can tell the um, the diamonds aren't yellow; they're orange. Yeah, that's wild, man. I so, told you, if, if Condra stayed just like this, we're like we're talking like red, like this, I'd have twenty of them. Oh, and that's not red. <laughs> Whatever. That's like red and black. I think making like this reddish brown. Black. Whatever the hell's going on here. Like black, red, orange. Color. Like this is wow. Yeah. That's wild, man. My so God. I think there's, I think there's. A, I'm going to repeat. Obviously, the pairing that produced these, um, but I think there's a really good chance that this animal and the clutchmates are going to go very high blue or very high black or both. Gotcha. So that both would probably be nice. <laughs> that would be real nice. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I, I don't know. You, I don't know if you can get a sense of how big this thing is. This is my finger. Yeah, it's very small. Still very small. That's very. Oh, cool, I, man. I've been having that problem now as I hatch other species. Like Chinese king rat babies are the size of two year old carpets, like right out of the egg. And I'm like, oh my god! So <laughs> it's like I'm, I'm realizing that like my carpets are the smallest little shits I hatched this year. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's crazy how small these things are. That's great. I want to. Uh, That's awesome. I want to uh, hold on. I want to show you. Uh, oh, oh shit! Oh, uh, uh, a picture. Yeah, I'll send it to our group real Are you quick. A new thing? Uh, no, no, okay. no, no. It's just this uh, snake that I was shown of how small it is. And you guys are talking about small snakes? Where do you see this thing? This thing is going to be like really, really tiny. Yeah. Is this a green tree or is it a No, carpet? no, no, no. This is a colubrid. Oh. Looks like it's going to be an anteresia. Jesus. That's a toothpick. Why can't that's, I see it? That's a, that's, it pu- a, that's a ring neck. Yeah. Right? I think okay. so. That's a toothpick. That's and a, a double A battery. battery. And look at the size a of that. Double A battery? Thing. Okay. Oof. Wow. Got two ring necks in there. Um, Who hatched ring necks? Well, it's, I don't know if he wants me to tell wow. him, right? Wow. <laughs> That's, crazy. That's incredible. Nuts. 
Damn, what do you feed that thing, right? Yeah, I, I, I head crickets. Pretty much. Or mm. pinky parts. You got to do like those vipers. You got to do pinky parts. It's like, ah, he's graduated. He ate a whole foot today. It's, no. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I was, don't want to do that. I was hanging out with Jason, Earl, uh, Owen. Mm. Okay. And uh, he was telling me this story, and he said, you got to see how small these snakes were. And he shows me this picture, and I'm like, what the fuck? That's oh, nuts. man. Yeah, crazy. Bill, it's great talking to you, man. Uh, oh, yeah, man, dude. I miss you guys, man. I miss yeah. you guys. Absolutely. We'll get you out here soon. We'll promise we'll have a carpet fest. If you can't, just come out. We'll have a mini carpet fest. We won't tell anybody. Yeah, that, yeah. that, would, be, that would be good, too. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we'll see who does it first. You guys are, are us down here. Either one will figure it out. I, we'll let them go first and see what happens. Texas is good. <laughs> yes. Yeah, see what happens. Yeah, make sure, see what happens there. Why the, why the world's on fire. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. I but, do think if we have one more year without a carpet fest, they're going to riot. So we're going to have to figure something out. Yes. Yeah, it's going to be like 2020 yeah. all over again, man. I can't. <laughs> we can't I know. That. I know. <laughs> <laughs> let's, yeah. let's not have it in Seattle. Yeah. Let's not do it in Seattle. Or no, let's not, yeah, we won't do that. Oh, yeah. man. So uh, if people want to get in touch with you, Bill, how do, what's the best way? How do, how do they get uh, a, uh, a Bill Stiegel? Fate. Facebook, okay. Bill Stegall, uh, Instagram, Phoenix, uh, reptiles. Dot reptiles. Okay. Those are probably the best, best two ways. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, cool. Very receptive to questions and, uh, yeah, love, love chatting it up. Yeah, man. Any shows you got coming up that you're going to be at or you're vending or have you pretty much moved away from that for the time being? You know, I've been some local uh, mm. shows, just, you know, the, the Ball Python uh, local shows, but none of the big shows. I just, I like to go to those. You know, we mm-hmm. have a big NARBC, it'll be here in September. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'll go to that um, and just kind of chat with people, hang out and network. And then I'm going to go to Tinley in October. I don't know if you guys are planning on that or I'll not. I'll be in Australia. Somebody's getting married that weekend. And no one's getting married. <laughs> oh, yeah, that weekend. Yeah. And, and somebody else has to be the flower man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, I'm pretty sure. I have a new job. <laughs> pretty sure somebody's getting married right around that time. And, yeah. So, oh, man. Yeah, and those guys are leaving like the like the week after I get married. They're all off to Australia without me. So, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys got much bigger and better things to do than – then go to some reptiles around so. Tinley. I, yeah. I tried to convince her that Chicago was a wonderful spot for a honeymoon. And that did not <laughs> yeah. fly. The yeah. pizza is so great, honey. What are you talking about? It's so great. It's large. <laughs> is it really that great? No, it sucks. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, like, but if Bill's there, he'll give us he'll give us Wendy's <laughs> to it, <laughs> and we can sleep in his yeah, spare bedroom. Fuck yeah. me in at night. It's uh, great. <laughs> don't give him a cigar, though. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Get better, we'll give you a bigger one. Yeah. Thank you. Ep- Ep- epic picture. Me. Love yeah, it. Epic picture. Love it. Still comes back. Yep. Uh, but uh, always a pleasure, well, Bill. We'll catch up with you soon. Yeah. Yeah, man. Appreciate you uh, taking the great, time to chat with us. Great hanging out with you guys, man. Yeah. Great hanging out with you guys. We'll see you in 2023. Right on. <laughs> yes, definitely. All right. Definitely. All right, All guys. Right. Take care. Thanks, Bill. Let's see.
Should I hit? Uh, all right. com. If you want to get in touch with us, info at Uh You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram, NPR Network. Um, check out our YouTube channel. Um, we did have a bit of a snafu this week somehow. Owen, our uh, our voices came out of sync I at know, the, the end. I don't know what broke. happened. And, uh, you know, here here we are. Um, but I fixed it. So if you have that uh, episode and you want to re-listen to the end, go back and, uh, um, you know, it's it's fi- it's fixed now. But don't listen to the one that you downloaded. It's yes. fixed now. We yes. fixed it. Just go back and listen um, to it. Trying to think, well, what else? Uh, Teespring store. Um, uh, yep. Patreon. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. YouTube channel. Um, Send that one. Carpets and Coffee is now bi-weekly, so if you're going to be if you're looking for Carpets and Coffee this week, there isn't yes. one. It'll be next week. So there's yep. that. Um, that's it. I think that's all we have. Yeah. So. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.